This week on Ultra 64, we're playing Dr. Mario 64, and to celebrate, I'm going to eat from this bowl of random pills. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> oh, these are good, you guys. Mmm. You should try the blue ones. Mmm. 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 Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Welcome to Ultra 64, the comprehensive video game podcast. We're a comprehensive video game contest. Yes, Steve Guntley is dead from (laughs) eating too many pills in the intro. He really committed to the bit. So I am your host for today, pill-popping maniac Woody Siskowski. And with me today is... Uh, I am a Believe Bluntly. I'm uh, not Steve Guntley. I'm his long-lost brother. But I'm here now. You I'm here look to d- and sound identical to him. We d- I, we, I get that a lot, and uh, we get that or Ryan Gosling. It's one of those two. Yeah. But I'm here to deal with the body and, you know, help the grieving widow work <laughs> through her issues. Hi, grieving widow. Introduce yourself. Hi. Uh, my name is Nicole. I am a doctor of pharmacy. <gasps> oh, ooh, she's pulling out the uh, pulling out the degree. Doctor. <laughs> For people who can't see uh, our studio office here right now, we have, like, Nicole's degree is up on the wall, and it's like a gigantic little thing. And then my degree is right next to it. It's this paltry little, like, sad puppy, like, it's right over your dunce cap. It's right over my big boy. Hers is beautiful. Uh, We have a uh, we have a first time guest here siding with Nicole. Uh, Hello, say hello, first time guest. Hi, my name is Kathy. Happy to be here. Thank you. We are so happy to have you. Thank you for joining us, Kathy. Uh, As we said, we are talking about Doctor Mario sixty four. For those who are not in the know, or if you've uh, somehow not heard of Dr. Mario, Dr. Mario is a falling block puzzle I, game. I don't know. I already have to take issue with no, you, Steve. No, I feel I'm like say it. the call of, if you somehow don't know who Dr. Mario is, like hey, you might world not know. icon <laughs> Dr. Mario, beloved cultural touchstone, everyone visits Dr. Mario Land, where with all the rides and mascots, with everyone dressed as the big germs. We ran a half fun. marathon there. It was yeah. nice. Yeah, I yeah. do feel like you missed out on childhood if you've never played this game. I think that's... I mean, I mean, to a degree, to a degree. I mean, so this is a puzzle game. This is one of Nintendo's flagship puzzle games. It's a falling block thing. Uh, the goal is to match three colors from different segments of a pill to eliminate a virus of the same color. Does Nintendo have any other flagship, like, first-party flagship puzzle games? I was looking at that. Like, I, I'm wondering, like, what would qualify? Because, like, there's some that were popular, like, Medios was popular for a while, but that's third-party. Um there's like Mario P Cross, but that's not really very popular. Uh, I mean Tetris uh, Attack. Tetris Attack. But that hasn't. That was just sort of Yoshi skin. That was more of a Yoshi mm. skin thing, and then like, <laughs> and then I guess you could say like the Mario versus Donkey Kong games are kind of like puzzle platformers. But <laughs> yeah, there aren't. This many. is the only one that's really endured as a major Nintendo it, franchise. Definitely. I mean. You can't really say it's the most innovative game ever. Like, I mean, I think this was around the time when Tetris got huge and everybody was trying to make a ripoff of Tetris. But uh, it's it's really fun and solid for what it is. Uh, but before we get too far into that, firstly, uh, Kathy, we invited you on the show. I told you you could play whatever game you wanted. You selected Dr. Mario 64. Please tell us why. 
I love Dr. Mario. <laughs> it's a great Well, game. he's a doctor, honey. You gotta <laughs> marry a doctor. a doctor. Who yeah. doesn't love a doctor? A man in uniform, a man with a stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Uh, it is delicious. Must it's have. a great game. I played a lot in my childhood. And um, and in your adulthood. And now in my adulthood. all of our asses. <laughs> yeah, I, it should go on the record that Kathy is the only person who's ever come to this show prepared. And I include myself in this. <laughs> <laughs> like you actually you you bought the game you played the game at home like a bunch to, I owned this. the game oh you owned yes, the game I okay, owned you the owned game. it already and okay, we have yeah. a Nintendo 64 it had been years I think probably a decade since I had played um, maybe more but uh, yeah definitely loved the game and got really good at it yeah you dusted off those skills pretty quickly <laughs> yeah. yeah had to do a little practice round to get ready for tonight but it's been yeah. amazing well it paid off yeah absolutely <laughs> and of course uh, we're always happy to see Nicole I've never I haven't seen what have you been doing since the last time you were on the show? <laughs> I don't. We don't talk otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course we don't. I just disappear from our house. She does. You live in well, together. Playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wanted Nicole on this specifically. Well, for two reasons. Firstly, she's kind of become the puzzle game correspondent. You were our yeah. sports correspondent. I think Josiah's basically we, usurped we, you. We at started this point. playing a bunch of okay. sports you didn't care about. Yeah. So here's the reality. I really enjoy puzzle games, sports games. I just kind of tolerated because yeah, no cause... one else wanted to be on them. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for jumping on that grenade, Josiah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now you're kind of our puzzle game guru. And uh, you are also, as you stated, you are a doctor. You went to medical school. You have a degree in pharmacy. Pharmacy school. Yes, but, but it's medical school. Which is it's really, a okay. seems the most accurate. I, I mean, yeah. Dr. Mario is really, this is really more a pharmacist, Mario. He's a, he's a yeah. pill pop. Yeah, he's a pill pusher. You know, I don't want to get too deep into the social messages of this, but there's like, there's an opioid, there's an, you know, an epidemic of uh, overprescription and and Dr. Mario is literally throwing pills at the problem. He is a shill, he is a shill for Big Pharma. No no matter what, he's just like, no matter what problem you have, you got red disease, red pills. You got blue disease, blue like. You know and then we mean? see what happens when he misdiagnoses, and sometimes the red pills hit the blue viruses, and then they just stack up, and the <laughs> yeah. person dies of medical yeah. bottle failure. I yeah, guess. well, you just you just see all of the pills like coming back out of their mouth. There's no that would be room. that's what I want. I want it's like okay, you lose your game with Doctor Mario, and then it cuts to real surgery footage of someone dying, and <laughs> we'll just, and their mouth just foaming and just colored no pills like falling out. How of it. well I prepared for this evening. <laughs> I was not prepared for this conversation. <laughs> you never will be. We're yeah. going to deal yeah. with addiction tonight. We're yeah. going to deal with, deal with really the heavy topics. Look, we, we, played, we played NFL Blitz two weeks ago, and I wound up going on a 15, 20-minute tangent about CTE and like concussion <laughs> scandals and yeah. spousal wow. abuse. So oh, We wow. take yeah. things that are Gosh. boring and make them fun, and we take things that are fun and make them make sad. Them yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, got it. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's go into a little bit of history of dr mario why don't we you sons of bitches <laughs> dr mario debuted on the nes the game boy and arcade simultaneously in 1990 and he was created by gunpei yokoi who i want to talk about for a second because i think aside from shigeru miyamoto yokoi is the most important like early nintendo figure so uh yokoi started with the company in the early 60s and he was instrumental in kind of helping the company transition before this nintendo just sold playing cards and they sold like novelty arcade rides like those little rides you'd see in front of supermarkets like the little, um, the little jet 
that you put yeah, in a quarter and it goes back and forth. Little horsey, whatever whatever shape it is, they don't allow me on them anymore. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I've been told that. Did in you no learn from experience? Terms. Yeah, the mall, <laughs> I'm lucky they let me back in the mall at this point. <laughs> Uh, so Yokoi started out with the company back in the 60s, and he was kind of instrumental in helping them switch over to the video game market. Uh, he essentially created handheld gaming. I've got, for the visual use, I've got our little uh, Game & Watch sure here. sure all the listeners really the appreciate visuals. that. Steve. I just figured Nicole wanted something to play with during the podcast. I've got a little Donkey Kong 2 Game & Watch. The Game & Watch was one of his I inventions. I have actually seen a physical Game & Watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got that. It, uh, I got to replace the batteries in that. But it's a fun little LED uh, handheld game. It's got like a little plastic overlay on it so there's no backgrounds you only just see the characters and right. dots moving around if you screen. had like a tiger led game when you were a kid you got the idea yeah. but these are i thought fun. you said gaming watch so oh. i was like can you wear it i oh. had <laughs> i had a donkey kong gaming watch yeah okay. yeah that was a big handheld okay. watch that it was you a would thing. play the game on but yeah. if you could see this thing you would realize that you could not wear it as a watch <laughs> you i, I should have to prove you wrong this is going to be taped to my wrist. It would just be like a Pip-Boy at that point. Yeah. yeah. Should have inferred. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> so that's a pretty important invention, uh, innovation. Also, the fact that uh, that little plush-shaped D-pad on there, guess what? Gunpei Yokoi invented that thing, and now mm. it's on every single controller. Every, yeah, it, it, look, it wow. looks almost identical to an NES D-pad, just smaller. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty revolutionary invention. It's a small thing that you don't really think about, but every video game has it to this day. <laughs> Uh, so in addition to creating uh, that Game & Watch, he uh, led some very popular game series like Dr. Mario, of course, but also he created Kid Icarus and Metroid, which mm -hmm. is uh, Super Metroid being my very favorite game of all time. So uh, I thank him for that. Uh, he also created Rob the Robot, which uh, I think we've discussed. Not, not another, as beloved. Not as beloved, <laughs> but as we've discussed another. Oh, sorry. Here you go, Nicole. Uh, not as oh. beloved, but he... We've discussed in previous episodes, like, the video game market was dead, and the only way Nintendo was able to get a foothold in it was by advertising the NES as a toy. So they packaged it with Rob the Robot, sold it in the toy aisle, and then they kind of sneakily resuscitated video gaming in America. <laughs> so that was pretty important. Yokoi's biggest contribution to the world, though, is as the inventor of the Game Boy, uh, which I think legitimately changed the landscape of gaming forever. It was the top-selling video game console of all time for nearly 20 years. I think uh, now it's the DS, but still okay. the DS is a direct descendant of that. And uh, he had one other significant contribution to Nintendo, which is the Virtual Boy. <laughs> Uh, which is noteworthy as Nintendo's biggest flop. <laughs> uh, but his earlier accomplishments, I think, more than make up for that misstep. And sadly, Yokoi did die in a car accident in 1997 at the age of 56. But he was a really important figure. I think more people need to talk about uh, how important he was to, to Nintendo's history. So write that on your college paper. If you're write in an art up. history class, write about Gunpei Yokai. Do it. And he, he was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And your teacher will give you a strange look. He will. He's like, I don't know, understand this collection of words. Why is this related to art history? It was on a podcast I listened to. Because Metroid, you jag. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. Mario is the first and best known Mario puzzle game, but it's definitely not the only one. Uh, we talked a little bit. Mario P-Cross appears on the Game Boy and the Super NES, and I actually love P-Cross, so I might try and track these P -Cross ones P-Cross is kind of like Minesweeper, right? Like you select it's, a it's square, like, it's and a, it tells you how many squares next to it you it's kind of it's picture crossword so that's what it stands for so think of it like that like you you have two rows there's like a certain number next to each row and it'll tell you how many blocks you need to fill in 
in that square, and so it's strategic. You're so it's figuring like, out. It's kind of like Sudoku. It kind of scratches that. It's a little bit itch. Sudoku, a little bit of crossword, a mm. little bit of fill in the blanks puzzle games. I've got some. Uh, I'll let you play. They're fun. Yeah, I've never even heard of them. Oh, you'd so. love it. You'd love it. I want to come back for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do a spinoff. Um, so Mario has made cameos in puzzle games like uh, Tetris on the NES, Yoshi, Yoshi's Cookie, Wario's Woods, Tetris Attack. But the most infamous example is Hotel Mario. Has anybody else besides me played Hotel Mario? I've no. not played it. Okay, Hotel <laughs> Mario was released in 1994. This was part of Nintendo's ill-advised deal with Philips on their CDI console. Okay, so briefly to recap on this, Nintendo had a chance to partner with Sony uh, on the PlayStation. Uh, they had a deal oh, in wow. place, but at the last minute, and for reasons that are still not totally clear, Nintendo pulled the plug on that deal and went with Philips instead. And they agreed to license some of their popular properties to appear on the Philips CDI console. Hotel Mario was one of these. So you play as Mario, and you travel through the seven deluxe Mushroom Kingdom hotels, and your goal (laughs) in each level is to just go through on like there's multiple floors and you're just supposed to go through and close all the doors that's all you do and there's high sometimes... concept drama right but there. how do you close the doors steve you stand in front of them and you press a button <laughs> oh, God. but it's kind of like there are like school arcade game yeah there like, there are like going up and down that try it's an elevator elevator action kind of yeah. deal yeah it's it's and then people, there are uh, monsters who could come out their doors there are exactly oh, there are mon- it's like there... doom <laughs> they're all monster closets yeah and this 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 proved to be a, be a very fruitful business decision because oh, yeah, it absolutely. led We're... to many of everyone's favorite games such as <laughs> Zelda Wand of Gamelon is that That's, what it's called? Yeah, Wand of Gamelon. There were, well, fuck, there were three of them. There, there were three Zelda games released in the CDI. Uh, Hotel Mario is playable. These games are not. The three Zelda <laughs> games on there are an abomination. Look them up on YouTube if you want to see some Started many footage. hilarious memes. I, I did have like a, a CDI briefly really? like several years ago. So I'm one of the only people I know who's I actually played one. I don't think I've ever one. seen a CDI. Exactly. They, it flopped within a year. I actually don't know what you're no. talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a video game. Co- it was a disc-based. Yeah, I think it was the first properly disc. No, no. Sega CD preceded it. But it was a, it was a CD-based uh, video game console. Basically, imagine, like, the biggest, clunkiest first-generation DVD player. Okay. And the controller was just a regular uh, TV remote, except it was <laughs> mid- mid-90s, so it was really chunky. Okay. One real TV remote with an analog stick awkwardly jutting out of the middle of it. So you <laughs> have to play like this, like, with both with hands. Your like oh. your palm. Or you have to try and do it one-handed. And also the uh, range on I've that remote. I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> also, the range on it is terrible. Like, so you need to be right up next to the TV, and oh, it barely works. It is wow. a nightmare to play. Uh, and Hotel Mario, at least, like I said, you can you can pass by you can it. Open those doors. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just a really boring idea for a game. It's just close all these doors. Yeah. Oh, close them. Don't <laughs> yeah. open them. Don't open close them. them. Monsters <laughs> are in there. So yeah. Needless to say, uh, this was one of. I mean, some people still consider this one of the worst business decisions of all time because mm. not only did the CDI flop horribly, Nintendo inadvertently created their biggest competitor yeah, with Sony instead, broke instead off. of like owning the content and technology that Sony was going to make. Yeah. They... Sony broke off, did their own thing, and now they're leading the video game console war yeah. and have been for three, four generations now. So, uh, yeah, Dr. Mario was a big hit upon release. It was generally pretty well received, but surprisingly, there were some parents groups who took issue with it, 
largely for some of the issues we were talking about. They thought it kind of uh, was an irresponsible way of showing kids that pills are fun. (laughs) Look at these. Your hero Mario is playing with these candy-coated pills. Let's go to the medicine cabinet, kids, and play real-life Dr. Mario. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah. Did it still have the, I mean, this would have been a time where it would have had the Nancy Reagan, like, winners don't use drugs right in front of it, right? This was right at the apex of, like, the Reagan war on drugs. I mean, Bush was in office at this point, but this was when, like, I assume we all went through the D.A.R.E. training in elementary school. Yeah. 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 Keep kids off drugs. It worked really well. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we're all never on drugs. Nicole doesn't work for a (laughs) drug manufacturer. You don't. You're a hospital. You work in a hospital. Yeah, uh, as near as I can tell, these protests never really gained any traction. I think people... That's a tough sell. uh, You know, Mortal Kombat came out two years later. They moved on to that one. You realize it's a puzzle game, not something promoting taking drugs. Exactly. (laughs) All right, this is the big question that I want to ask everybody at this table here. uh, And uh, put some thought into this, because this this is our debate topic for the day. Are Mario and Dr. Mario the same... Person. That is what I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Where are you coming down on this? Okay. Because I have arguments for both. Wait, is this like a Fight Club thing? You can talk about it. you can talk about it. It'll be a strange podcast. Tell, every, tell everybody. Like, no, I mean, he's like talk. the same person, right? Oh, like, oh, that's oh what I mean. yeah. Okay. Check I thought you were like, yes. like, you know, is it like now a Now I know yeah, what yeah, you yeah. mean. Spoiler okay. alert, by the way. Yeah. For the 20 year old sorry. I haven't um, seen I'm that. So sorry yet. about that. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's hear because your argument because I think you've been main, thinking about main, this. Main, main, canon Mario is obviously a plumber. Yes. Like that. I believe it is the same thing as um, comic books in the sense that it's like alternate Earth. Uh, like okay. This, this is Mushroom Kingdom 451. Okay. Um, okay. And so that in that universe, Doctor, that's what Doctor Mario is. It does add weird issues in the sense that, like, Wario is in this game, and is it the same Wario who fights regular Mario? Um, But I just don't understand how someone could be both a plumber and a licensed doctor and still spend most of their time plumbing, even though Mario doesn't really do any of those things. Well, that's kind of what it is. From a female perspective... Peach would never be with Wario, so I just think that the whole idea is disintegrating. You here. don't think there's a, there's, a, there's not the appeal for like the bad boy? Oh, I, I mean, there's know. always bad boy appeal, oh, but there you go. There you honestly, go. we know that Peach is in love with Mario. Okay, okay. Well, all right. So, Nicole, I want to ask you this because Woody touched on this. Do you think, as somebody who's been through medical school, do you think you could go through medical school at the same time as going through a trade school to be a plumber? Do you think you would have the time? How much free time did you have while you were going through medical school and all of your rotations and clinical trials and all this stuff? I know you didn't go through a clinical trial. That's a different thing. (laughs) Go ahead. Why would it have to be at the same time? Mm -hmm. They could have done it sequentially. You become a plumber. You're earning money. Then you go mm. to medical school. Like, so is that, you're, you're okay. paying for medical that does school make by being a plumber. So the other strange question of alternative Earth Marios is... How many alternative Earth Marios are there? Mm. Is Tennis Pro Mario the same, or is Kart Driving Mario the same Mario? Well, um, here here are the arguments okay. in, in both cases. All right, the, for the uh, it's all the same guy argument uh, that comes from Smash Brothers. Like if you look at Smash Brothers Melee, there's a trophy for Mario, and the description for him says that he can be a race car driver, or a plumber, or even a doctor. So they seem to be thinking that he's the oh. same guy. Okay. 
Uh, one of my arguments against or for them being different people is that canonically they've established that Mario is the surname. So the plumber character's was that name is Mario in the Mario. Movie? I think it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that was actually canon. So it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. So Dr. Mario could be like a cousin or something. It could be a relative. That makes a lot that more, makes sense. more sense. Way they more look, sense. They look similar. He's but the like... Bleave Bluntly to the Steve Guntley. <laughs> exactly. He's, Bleave, he's the Bleave Bluntly evil version. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for remembering my name. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Don't ask me why my parents changed my last name to something similar but different. Don't ask. Don't worry. It's all complicated. So, yeah, you know, I mean, so maybe like Dr. Mario is Dr. Giuseppe Mario or something like that. You know, like it yeah. could be a different guy. But I don't know. Uh, I guess the other question we need to ask here, too, is do we think Mario is an actual doctor? Because my working theory right now is that he is part of a pyramid scheme. He's I think a the distributor doctorate, for Amway. I think the doctorate is honorary. I think it's a title they give to their platinum tier sellers or something. <laughs> because the drugs in this are called mega vitamins. These are not like this isn't medicine. These are mega. They don't vitamins. have official. They're not names. normal vitamins. No. These are mega, mega vitamins. And like I feel like half the girls I went to high school with are on Facebook now selling some equivalent of mega vitamins, mega vitamins. to me at any point, <laughs> sure. or like Beachbody or something like that. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So that's my other working theory. I don't know. What are, what I mean, are the thoughts on this? It never says he's a medical doctor. He could be anything. He could be like a art chemist, history, or he could be. <laughs> Could be yeah, a doctor of rhymes. Like, <laughs> doctor Dre. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people would say they're a doctor of a lot of things. He could be a doctor so. of flavor, like okay. Dr. Pepper. Oh, no. ooh, there we go. There we go. What about could... salt and pepper? <laughs> hey, hey, doctor hey. Salt and pepper. Don't, don't push it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, and then the, you know, the extent too is what is he curing? What is the, does, I mean, in the story mode of this game, it mm. starts that flu season starts up. And yeah. so the mega vitamins are apparently curing that. But it's odd that... It, 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 so scientifically, Nicole, is <laughs> flu composed of a blue, red, and yellow germs? And then do you match up? Like, like how accurate is this game okay. to like what's going on in She's the body? Only some... primary so. colors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Technically, I have never heard anyone describe a virus as being a certain color, because I think they're too small for us to know that sort of detail. Okay. But, alternately... (laughs) We need, like, a little theme music of, like, Nicole's health corner. I'm moving this in closer, because this is going to be good. I was looking up what capsules actually looked like the capsules from this game. Okay. Oh, fantastic. And there was one that is all red that is for flu. Ooh. Perfect. So, okay, so what's, what's the name, the name of, the, of that yeah. one? It's called amantadine. Amantadine. And it's not what we usually use for flu. Isn't that what Wolverine's claws are made out of? It is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that the exact same word? No, it's adamantium. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think they're similar, but not the same. <laughs> we've, been ra- we've enraged our nerd listeners. Yeah, you're <laughs> 100% of our listeners. <laughs> Everyone yeah. at home is like throwing their phone. Yeah, your they're nerd like, is showing. not the same word. <laughs> <laughs> You guys failed me. <laughs> That's the closest one. The rest of them, one of them's for HIV, one's for headaches. There's some antibiotics in there, some blood pressure meds. So but he's giving him everything. Yeah, he no, just, he's just treating you with everything, so it's not all for flu. But, I mean, apparently eating all of them together killed my cousin, so, like... 
don't recommend that yeah. either way. Don't mix these no, drugs. Don't mix yeah. Yeah. all of these. But things. double red is definitely going to help with your flu symptoms. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> two of the two of the same color in this game is the secret to winning. You're, they're like the long piece in Tetris. Is you're waiting for that double of the same oh, yeah. color? Yeah, we love that. I one. don't know. I think because then you the can make pill sandwiches. Is the sandwich though? Yeah. In my opinion, is that you set it up so that it falls right? So you yeah. set up so that you get two. You want the chain reaction? Yeah, the yeah. double, and then mm. you're attacking not only your viruses but somebody Wait, your else. Your opponent as well. True. Yeah, yeah. Medicine in this game. We're really good at that part. Yeah, <laughs> medicine is not a cooperative thing in this game. You are competing with others to medicine the hardest. Yes, <laughs> yes. Cure sickness the best. Well, let's move on to the actual game. I mean, I swear to God, it takes longer and longer for us to talk about the actual game. So Dr. Mario 64 was released on April 8th, 2001, developed and published by Nintendo. It is a Nintendo 64 exclusive, but it did make it onto that weird Chinese handheld, the IQ player that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Uh, so the interesting thing I learned when researching this is that Dr. Mario 64 is a secret Wario game. Uh, almost all the playable characters of this game come from Wario Land 3, which was released on Game Boy Color in 2000. I actually picked this up on Virtual Console uh, on my 3DS. I, I have to say, this is one of the least pleasant Nintendo platformers I've played. Wario Land 3? Wario Land 3. It's, it's inscrutable, and it's really strange. So Wario is unique in his single-player games. Like, the mechanic with Wario is that he doesn't die. He just absorbs damage and, like, uses that damage to solve puzzles, you know? Mm. So, like, if you get, hit, if <laughs> oh, you get yeah. hit by a flame guy, you light a fire, and then you can run around until you hit a block that disintegrates with flame. Um, but I, the, I think Wario Land 3 is actually sort of a hidden classic. Um, mm. Just, I think it's weird on the Game Boy because it's sort of a weird open-world type of kind of exploring puzzle game. Yeah. Um, and when you, you know, turn off a game and play it for a few minutes on a plane, you, it's really hard to remember where you are. Exactly. I think if it was in, like, an NES game or a Super Nintendo game, people might fondly remember it. But it's, it's, Game Boy Color is kind of a hidden lost system. Right. And it, it's just kind of a weird... I don't know. I just kept getting frustrated. Like, I would get... I would, make a little bit of progress and some enemy would hit me with a power that I don't want and I have to run around like like you get turned into a zombie and the only way to stop yourself from being a zombie is to walk into a street light yeah that's uh, how it works man so it, it kind of made me think of playing Kid Icarus and getting hit by the eggplant mm-hmm. wizard and then you need to run around and fu- like navigate your way all through the map to find the one area in the whole map that'll cure your eggplantiness <laughs> and all the while you can't shoot arrows or defend yourself oh, in Kid any Icarus way. is a brutal game it really is it's one of the hardest games I've ever actually beaten um yeah, so I mean, it, uh, just because we gave Waluigi the same treatment, here's a little bit about Wario. Uh, he was first introduced as the antagonist in Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins for the Game Boy in 1992. Uh, like his brother, the Wa prefix loosely translates as evil in Japanese, so he's literally evil Mario. But I think this character is kind of defined more by greed and mischievousness than outright, like, evil evil i mean they play tennis with him <laughs> they hang out with you him you can't play tennis with anyone that you hate <laughs> he proved I, bot- uh, yeah. oh. to <laughs> <laughs> have we played tennis oh no only no. once or twice oh. <laughs> uh so he proved popular enough that the, the sequel wario land super mario land 3 was kind of a backdoor pilot for his own series of platformers which would uh, last for nine games 
Then in 2003, Nintendo used them as the mascot for their new series, WarioWare, which is a series of frantically paced five-second minigames that's just insanely fun. Uh, if you haven't played a WarioWare game, they're amazing. Is the original WarioWare still the best WarioWare uh, I think for so. Game Boy Advance I think so. micro-game action? I think so, okay. but uh, I, I do weirdly like the Wii version as well, even though I don't generally like Wii games, <laughs> uh, but that one's, that one's fun because you, you make yourself look real stupid. <laughs> That's what the Wii was all about, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, he uh, he's appeared in pretty much every spin-off game from Mario Tennis to Smash Brothers, and he starred in Wario's Woods, a puzzle game that was the very last game released on the NES, and Wario Blast, a game we mentioned in our Bomberman episode because it's a secret Bomberman game. Uh, he has not developed the weird sexual following that Waluigi has, <laughs> but uh, I think he's become a pretty major character. Okay, right. wait a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you cannot just drop a little... You know, fun pleasure center like that. Okay, you cannot and pretend <laughs> that you are not on DeviantArt looking up Waluigi Hentai, all right? Okay, okay. I can yes. see you playing all bashful um, with it. As I'm turning red. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, the, this is the thing. We all live. Look, like when Luigi, yeah. Luigi is the sexier Mario brother. Sure, just yeah. Just Waluigi is the sexier Wah villain. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, gonna, he's Wario's, not Mario's brother. Wario's but. hotter if you're into like more of the bear scene. Like he's a he's a he's a I bigger. I mean, I like a guy. belly. Yeah, I'm yeah. into that. He's got a belly. He's got a belly. I mean, Waluigi, you could just kind of throw around. So I mean, there might be. But yeah, that's the thing we talked about in the Mario Tennis episode. Waluigi has this very, very fervent following online. I listened to the wrong episode to yeah. prepare. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you should have listened to that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was one yeah. of my previous episodes. Uh-huh, yeah. She was the, uh, we brought her as a consultant on the Waluigi porn. And, uh, Perfect. But now we can pass Perfect. that to you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. go home, do I'm some research. That's what, her, yeah, that's what her doctorate is in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Doctorate in Waluigi's one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so as I said, uh, uh, almost all the character avatars here are from Wario Land 3. Uh, Mad Scienstein appears in that game too, but he first appeared in a Japan-only Game Boy RPG called For Frog the Bell Tolls. What? Uh, which is just... An amazing name. An amazing name. I had to write that down. Uh, that That's the only nugget I have about Mad Scienstein. But like... <laughs> That's the name of a game that exists. It's an RPG on the a Game Boy called For Frog the Bell Tolls. It's funny that this game has so many characters that you can choose from in the yeah. multiplayer mode. There's, it matters there's, so there's like 15 and they you don't recognize any of them no. except for Dr. Mario and Wario and they don't really make any particular noise and they're all none of them are even that interesting. No. Okay, and, listen. Jelly Boo. Uh, oh, Jive. <laughs> That Except for Jelly girl, Boo. Yeah, I got her. I'm with her. Is she She's a girl? Amazing. Of course she okay. is. Okay. Jelly Boo, did you not see her eyelashes? No, I didn't. <laughs> she is stunning. Okay. She's beautiful. Would you um, say she's your character. fashion icon? Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> she's got many legs. I was wondering about all the tentacles. Uh, yeah. Are uh, you going back into the porn scene again? We can if we want. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. Uh, so this game shockingly has a plot. Uh, so I copied it down from the manual. Uh, flu season has struck. Now Dr. Mario, armed with his mighty mega vitamins, is busier than ever treating patients. But wait. Wario and the mysterious mad science dean are spying on Mario and eyeing his magic cure-all. Of course, Wario just wants to get rich, but who is Mad Scienstein working for? The intrigue is deep, and the action is fast and furious as all sorts of villainous types scramble to get their hands on Dr. Mario's mega vitamins. So the first thing I learned from listening to the podcast Sawbones is that you need to be immediately skeptical if anybody's trying to sell you something as a cure-all. Mm. Because nothing is a cure-all. Uh, so this further supports my uh, my theory that Mar- Dr. Mario is a quack. 
Like I, I, I think yeah. he's, I think he's selling uh, placebos. I think he's selling fake remedies full of sawdust. I just imagine that it's vitamin C because that's like the biggest thing that people have misconceptions about. Mm. All of those studies were faked. Vitamin C doesn't do anything for Colts. Well, not anymore. I mean, graduation day was a big uh, hit for her back in the 90s, but she's kind of disappeared. <laughs> Wait, true, Steve. True. <laughs> Is this just straight up true? Like, vitamin yeah. C doesn't do anything for Colts? Yes. The okay. studies that people thought vitamin C did things, the guy readily admitted that they were just fake. Mm. He didn't do the studies. What okay. if you take enough to make you poop? <laughs> that's because your body doesn't absorb all of vitamin C so you're taking okay, a okay, ton okay. of it. I have a more important question what about zinc <laughs> what about zinc does Maybe. it help there's Maybe more, more around that okay yeah. okay, back, okay cool zinc. <laughs> back. Yeah, I'm sorry I, I guess I should have not dropped that bomb so quickly oh, no, <laughs> I need, I need a little no this is cover. good to know I honestly I yeah I think that's something that needs to get out there more so you in know. the story mode of this game, yeah. you can play as Mario or as Wario, and it seems like it's the same regardless of who you Doesn't play Doesn't seem as, to be different. Because they're both chasing after Science Dean who steals the Mega Vitamins. Yeah. Which is also unclear, because if Science Dean steals the Mega Vitamins, what are you using to cure for these fights? I mean, oh, I, I think know. he's stealing your... Maybe you have, like, a, a medicine bag that you Extra carry stash. with you, okay. but mm-hmm. he's he's stealing your stash. He's stealing the stuff you were going to sustain the village with. Got mm-hmm. it. Or maybe mm-hmm. he steal, stole, like, the how to make them, and you Ooh, wouldn't like remember. Oh, like a secret formula? I don't know. Oh. So, Is he planktoning them? I mean, he's mad <laughs> science dean, so he's probably, like, big pharma, so he's going to make Ooh. it mass mass produce it and charge you a ton for it oh yeah. okay. okay so okay. he's martin yeah. screlly yeah uh, <laughs> and then he's gonna buy the wu-tang this album metaphor and, like, is getting really <laughs> <laughs> i mean this game does the story mode definitely like it takes a, there's about a five minute cutscene, three minute cutscene before yeah. you actually get to your first round and this game has a really weird art style it feels like we were trying to pin that down. Yeah, we were saying it's kind of like woodcuts, but it's also like Nicole pointed out, it looks like Easter chocolates or something. Yeah. Like every all the characters are sort of on this little cutout square. It's kind of like it's it's like a I don't know an elementary school project where you're supposed to make your own board game. Yeah, oh. which I did many times. Did you? It, yeah. it, it, it strikes me as um, they were excited about Paper Mario, which had just come out recently, but they didn't want to directly rip it off, so they wanted to find something that looked like it. Yeah. Slow like burn. Yeah. yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as before, you are fighting off three different varieties of virus. Also, I learned that these viruses have names and symptoms. Ooh. So, the blue virus is called chill, and it guess what? It gives you chills. Okay. Red virus is called fever. Oh, like the music! Like the music. And the yellow one is just called weird. What? Uh, and I don't know exactly what that causes. I think it's just some kind of discharge or like generally like... It's like personality. Or you it's feel like... like Mario is making everyone hmm. conform and be the same. To his, so he cuts out all the weird from everyone's Is yellow body. just CTE? Oh, no. oh, not again. No, no. Wow. I was going to say altered mental status, but yeah. Yeah, well, it might be that. Or it might, maybe it's just like when you don't feel right, but you don't know why. You can't really pinpoint your symptoms. Mm. You just feel kind it's of depression. Bleh. You feel kind of yeah. weird. Feel oh, weird. it's depression. Yeah, I feel like. Mario's cures your depression. He's just throwing Prozac yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah. Man. Anyway. There's got to be parody games of this, right? Of Dr. Mario parody games. Oh, I have to imagine, are, right? Like STD Dr. Mario or something. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Throw penicillin at the Don't herpes. ruin my childhood. Oh, <laughs> we didn't make it. That's what all about. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, in addition... So, what was I going to say? I, I think... Um, 
these don't really have any bearing on the gameplay at all, like knowing what virus does what. You just have to match colors. I think I you could see a really interesting uh, variant on this game where, like, if too many reds stack up, like the screen catches on fire, or like certain Ooh. pills don't work, or like something like that. Like I think there's a fun, interesting way to mix up that formula, but there's also something to be said for the simplicity here. Um, really, that's all it is. It's just you lower pills, you rotate, and uh, try and. So this game, match yeah, it four. differs from Tetris in the sense that the viruses, the germs, are sort of already on the screen. You're not starting with mm-hmm. a blank screen the way you are in Tetris and building up. Mm-hmm. Your job is you have to eliminate the viruses by dropping pills on them yeah but there are variations of tetris that are exactly like this like they start out with blocks everywhere so mm. i mean i don't know which one copied it's kind of like the though. more the puzzle mode or, yeah. or whatever they usually call it yeah yeah and steve is being really humble or i'm sorry believe no, oh yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah you, you know what yeah, you, you can just call me steve he, he's moving <laughs> okay. in he's moving okay. into the home i figure i'll i'm gonna, gonna honor cla- his memory he's gonna claudius just, this thing gonna and marry his wife yeah see i love that you're thinking claudius and i'm I'm just thinking beer fest. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I'm in. Wait, okay. was beer fest like an homage to Hamlet? I'm I thinking so. yes. Now I'm thinking yes. I have never considered that, but I'm really hoping so. Shakespeare. Now we have to watch it again. But um, sorry, wait, wait, do you really I, I just was going to mention that Steve or Believe or whatever we're calling whatever you these days, <laughs> Claudius, is uh, actually very good at flash mode. Mm-hmm. So there's it's not is, what it sounds like. <laughs> there is, however, another style of play that we got to experience yeah well we should we should talk mm-hmm. about let's yeah, talk, talk about, about some many modes <laughs> let's talk about some modes here we have six main modes so classic which is your basic dr mario as you know it yeah, versus the computer all the viruses. yeah versus computer same exact thing uh flash which we talked about that's where you try to eliminate three flashing viruses that are on the screen before your opponent can uh which is a really fun mode yeah um, so that, that that matters because there's still the, all the viruses are still there but only three matter yeah so you have to like di- you, it's sort of a are you going to focus on digging as fast as you can to get to the ones or mm-hmm. try to open up a wider space so you don't accidentally block yourself? Exactly. Yeah, there's a, there's a good amount of like quick strategy that I really liked about that. Uh, there's a marathon mode, which is just never-ending mode. It just keeps going until you die. I hate those modes. I kind of do, too. Because mm-hmm. I just hate the feeling of knowing that I, it's the onus is on me to yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if I'm going well, but I'm bored of the game, I'm like, do I want to stop? I can't or I just, possibly stop. Yeah, I Go have on. to yeah. keep going, but I don't want to win. I don't want to play anymore. The so worst is like marathon mode where uh, the speed doesn't escalate, where it's just going to be the same level the entire time. And it's yeah. like the same difficulty. Yeah, so if you set it too low, terrible. then you're just playing the same thing forever. And then, yeah, until you give up and die. Five hours later, you're like, <laughs> should in I stop? Life, I kind of have game. to pee. <laughs> just go in the jug uh, and then uh, the last one the last mode uh, to talk about is uh, I wrote scare attack but it's called score attack actually I think scare attack would be fun too better um, but that's where you have three minutes to clear a certain score threshold uh, before the, your computer opponent does and I, don't, uh, I don't really ever like the score mode in these kind of games either because yeah. you sort of I just want to prioritize the sort of matching colors and it's I never have the ability to like because you always get the highest score by making combos mm-hmm. and dropping one on the other and triggering a chain reaction. I just never have the foresight to do those kind of things. I don't want to plan for those kind of things. So I just like the quicker going back and forth. I'm the same way. Yeah, I I like a little more. I kind of like the chess mode. Okay. (laughs) I'm into that. Okay. Well, so I'm not very good at Dr. Mario, and I was really impressed. Like, I don't really like Dr. Mario that much because I find it kind of boring. But watching you... How dare he? Watching you play... 
I was like, okay, I see how like this game is cool once you get better at it because mm. I saw you making oh. choices of like setting things up where you would like eliminate one and so half the pill would the other half of the pill would drop and set up another combo. And I think that this game is less this is a less frantic puzzle game than yeah. something like Bust a Move or Tetris Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also it's and so it rewards. It's also a more punishing game. Like if you put a pill in mm. the wrong place, oh yeah, you need to match up three more colors on that to get rid of it. Yeah. I think and more, so you more really than, hose yourself. More than mm-hmm. most puzzle games, this one can go wrong real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Things, things can get real bad. For, <laughs> like it is entirely possible to lose a match in the first couple seconds. Yeah, just he, because he of, proved that I in proved our first that. play. I got better. Yeah, you uh, did. but yeah, uh, yeah. But I think okay. So the big addition to the '64 version here is uh, four-player multiplayer, obviously, and this is something we've struggled with in puzzle games in the past. Like weirdly. It, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard, but this is a formula that's been hard to nail down. Like, Bust Move 99 had a four-player mode that was, like, pretty bad. They, they've uh, all suffered, and one of the Tetris games had a four-player mode. Yeah, they they've did a new Tetris. all te- yeah. suffered from, like, shrinking the screen so far down, or, like, you just can't see what's going on. Yeah. and it Or just feeling like the whole mode is sort of handicapped, is frame issues, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but this one... It works. Hooray, it works. It works. It was yeah. so fun. They uh, they <laughs> wisely they, they just tried to scale things down a little bit like the the uh, viruses are le- they have less detail on them. Yeah, it's certainly not a great mode. looking game. No, but, uh, but I mean it works. It were and it's it, the there's no noticeable drops in the speed or the efficacy of the gameplay or anything like it that. Uses it's, the uh, whole width of the screen. Uses which the whole is width nice. of the screen. Yeah. Everybody can get a good eyeful of their own screen without like squinting at it. Yeah. You know. Uh, they pulled it off. Yeah, this this is so far the best four player puzzle mode that we found. It yeah. was my far. first foursome. Ooh, <laughs> I really, find that hard. To really think. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for including me. Well, you know, anytime, any, anytime. You paid. You know. Wait, what? <laughs> we'll talk. Oh, I took your credit card. So, so technically, you kind of paid. Um, yeah, no, it, it works well here, and uh, uh, we, I think we were all really having a good time playing the four-player multiplayer. Yeah, um, it's a best of three, or it's a uh, first of three, uh, best of five, whatever you want to call it. It's like that mode. Um, we did get into that argument. That yeah. was a, that was a slight uh, <laughs> yeah. kerfuffle, but yeah, it's the same thing. Um, seven of nine. Yeah, in. I think regardless of the quality of the puzzle game itself, like a playable four-player puzzle game is mostly going to be fun if yeah. it works well. And this one is nice because the premise is generally pretty simple, and even though I'm bad at it, you can still pick it up and play and get a general idea. And it has the advantage of having good modifiers to be able to handicap people. Yeah. Like to yeah. have someone start with more pills or make it go faster or things like that. So and that's we found very a pretty nice. good evening difficulty. You don't have to be on the same level close. as anybody. Yeah, if, if you're a beginner, you could set it to absolute lowest speed, lowest pill volume, and everyone will just judge you for it. <laughs> and, uh, but, but that's it. But I think we all tried to stay kind of basically on the same level when we were playing. Uh which just, I, don't know, I, I think that just makes it more interesting. But uh, yeah, we, um, I think the big complaint that was lodged against this against this game at the time is just that it doesn't do enough to earn that little 64 in its title. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this this is a game that absolutely could have been released on the Super NES. Mm. Except for um, the four-player mode. Except probably. for the four-player mode. But even then, they had a multi-tap, right? Like, yeah, but I, I doubt that the four-player mode probably wouldn't have pulled it that. off. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. And that's that's the one complaint. I mean, to me, 
I guess I don't really know what the alternative is. Like, what would be a high-tech, like, fancy version of Mar- Dr. Mario? Well, I like, like some What of, does it need to be? I like some of your suggestions a lot of, like, um, finding more ways to kind of lean into the theme. Or hmm. if you say, like, okay, the red ones are fire, and so there's some sort of special power where if you get enough red ones, you get some special power. These things kind of, I think, often hinder puzzle games is when they get too complicated especially in multiplayer modes because one person understands the mechanics a lot better um but in a single player mode i think those would be welcome yeah um i guess a better looking more appealing story mode would be nice it's i suppose um, yeah but i mean also just the fact that there is a story mode in a puzzle game feels like a hat on a hat yeah also would this this game probably would have been a good 20 dollar game like, and maybe. I think maybe that's part of the problem. Like, I don't think it was at the yeah. time. I, I I should check into that. But, yeah, I think it I'm was sure a full-price game. Um, and, I mean, the, the the modes are pretty limited. I mean, I, I, honestly, I felt like we could have kept playing. Like, Nicole, when we turned the game off to come record, Nicole's like, oh, can I keep playing? <laughs> so <laughs> have to go talk about it. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it has that replayability and it has that appeal. So I guess it's just kind of a matter of how much you want to pay for this experience. Honestly, the yeah. four-player mode is essentially all you need. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason yeah. that it's you would play this. That's this the game is priceless, and absolutely. It, it should be said, too, that uh, uh, Flash mode can be played in four-player, yeah. right? Flash yes. mode can be played in four-player. Oh, yeah, uh, and that's we're saying, too. I think that the Flash mode is really fun. I actually really enjoyed yeah. the Flash <laughs> mode more than the sort of core... Um, Dr. Mario mode because oh, it's a lot faster and there's more of a sense of like actually trying to race as opposed to just sort of being doomed because the other yeah. person is way ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I guess your mileage may vary like if you're a game journalist in 2001, you know? Yeah. Well, and also it's worth noting that 2001 is super late in the Nintendo lifespan. This is one of the so, last 10 games released on the system. It's kind so of a like, weird game to come out that late. And it's but. strange like that this is only the second Dr. Mario game. Like it had gone... I mean, it never really went away. It was just right. constantly being re-released in different forms. And I, that's still kind of the case. That's still kind of the case. It, so, like... They uh, never really found a way to sort of improve on the basic Dr. Mario. No, not really. I mean, so he... he uh, the Dr. Mario kind of went dormant for a couple years after this, but... It keeps appearing in compilations, re-releases, reskins. There was an unlockable Dr. Wario mode in WarioWare uh, that was essentially identical, and that's actually most of my exposure to this game is playing in that. <laughs> like, I would just, like, obsessively play that for hundreds of levels. Because the game is so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's really addictive. And and they didn't mess with anything other than flipping the W and just saying, no, now it's Dr. Wario, but it's the same thing. <laughs> there was an NES Classics edition released for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, it's, and there all, was, it's on the uh, NES Mini. It's on the NES yeah. Mini, uh, and it... Uh, there was another compilation called Dr. Mario and Puzzle League that just combined Dr. Mario and Puzzle League, which is just Tetris Attack, uh, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic deal. Uh, and the original games have made it onto Virtual Console in recent years. Uh, so the next main series game was Dr. Mario Online RX for WiiWare in the 2008. Uh, can I, do you know what the RX means? I, I never knew. It's prescription is what it stands for. But why R? Do you Why not do you know? have to ask me this? I don't know. Sorry, I should have. It's like something Latin. Oh, it's I something don't know. Latin. Okay, Sorry, I honestly just didn't know. Something Latin is a perfectly yeah, acceptable answer. Like that. That's okay. No, yeah. that's fine. Great um, answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also been uh, uh, Dr. Mario Express for the DSi, Dr. Luigi for the Wii U, which is part of uh, Nintendo's Year of Luigi promotion. 2013, for those who don't know, was the Year of Luigi. This was to kick off the whole porn industry. For... I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, coincidentally, the Year of Waluigi. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Um, and then Life there was a year. 
<laughs> the last game released was Dr. Mario Miracle Cure for the 3DS. It's only been pretty much in downloadable form since then. And that's the right place for it. I think so. Down, they, they, yeah, probably after this game, they were like, you know, we can't really think of the modes to justify a $60 <laughs> game here. I mean, the we coincidentally kind of got some big Dr. Mario news uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, a recent Nintendo Direct press conference, they announced that Dr. Mario is coming to our phones later ah. this year. What? It's called... <laughs> I, I, thought, so I thought you might be excited about this. It's called Dr. <laughs> It's called Dr. Mario World, and the game will be free to download with an I- and uh, offer in-app purchases. So Nintendo's been kind of slow rolling out their characters. When is it coming out? <laughs> all, all I could find is said Q2. Q2. So okay, I'm putting it in April in my phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. I Keep love an eye it. on it. Dr. Mario World. Because will um, announce it on the podcast. I'll announce, I'll announce on the Facebook now page. Now I yeah. am a huge fan. I'll be listening always. Well, you have, you're required <laughs> to listen to every episode. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo's been kind of slowly rolling this out, like putting their characters onto mobile platforms. Like Super Mario Run came out a couple years ago and uh it plays well but it's also like it heavily relies on in in-app purchases which people don't really like i'm not crazy F- about fire, that fire the fire emblem one fire emblem there's a dragalia lost is out right now which is an original rpg and there is gonna be a mario kart uh for your mobile phone coming oh. out sometime this year as well recognize people recognize when you're playing a game just because you're in the habit of playing a game yeah it's, yeah just be aware of your own choices <laughs> Well, uh, what uh, what else do you guys want to say about Dr. Mario 64? Do we have anything else to I, add? I do have something to add. Yeah. I uh, stupidly made a challenge. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I, um, I have, I think, one of the best jobs in the world. I get to work in Bogota, Colombia. Oh. And so I travel there quite often, and I've made some amazing friends. And one person in particular, I'm going to do a little shout-out for him. Okay. Uh, his name is Juan D. Velez. But this man wins, like... I don't know, Mario championships. I'm sure there's a better word for that, like something more official. Wait, like lookalikes? Like, no, no, no. no, no. (laughs) I love where you're taking I'm with you on the dress-up. I I just feel like someone named Juan Valdez could really, like, pull off a good Mario. Velez, but yes, I'm into it. I'm into it. (laughs) I'm sure he probably could. Um... But yeah, different Latino. Uh, but what my point is is hey, that the, this mu- man, the mustache is strong. <laughs> he doesn't have a mustache. Oh no! But he wins like championship competitions. Okay. I don't know okay. how this works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm clearly like a beginner at this. But um, my point is that he was telling me, you know, that he's really great at these games, and I was like, listen, I'm great at one game, <laughs> one Mario game. Yes. Let me tell you about Doctor Mario, and he agreed to a. Duel showdown, uh, a showdown. So this is happening in like a week or two when I go back. Okay, okay. And so this timing for this podcast <laughs> has really been uh, serendipitous. Has this been very perfect. beautiful. Yes, you're preparing me. This practice has made a difference. I'll probably win now. No, right, well, there's right. no chance I'm going to win. win. Remember, <laughs> write it. Let me know how you do. Yeah. I want to. I want to follow we up. We will on the read. Podcast we will read your letter on the air. <laughs> okay, I'll see like, if I can get a video. Post it on the yeah. On yeah. The YouTube perfect. Page. Perfect. If you can get a video, yeah, we'll share that. That that sounds awesome. I'm I'm invested. I want to see how this international Doctor Mario <laughs> yeah. throwdown is going to yeah. go. Yeah, he's going to win. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'm excited for that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our rankings. Let's talk about uh, where Dr. Mario 64 fits in the Pantheon. Each week we add the game to our ongoing, ever-growing list of uh, Nintendo 64 games we're playing. Let's start with Woody. Okay. Where would you put Dr. Mario 64? Um, despite all of our positive tones and things and our good time that we had, I actually don't like Dr. Mario very much. <laughs> oh. um, 
Reversal. Uh, yeah, I find the actual gameplay of Dr. Mario to be both boring and frustrating. Oof. Um, <laughs> because I mostly just kind of block my own way and get frustrated. This and, is so wrong. Um, and, yeah, I vastly prefer uh, Bust a Move, Tetris Attacks, I think, uh, Tetris Fear. I think those are all better puzzle games. Um, however... The fact that this has a four-player mode that plays really well and so much better than any of these other four-player modes that we've seen on the system goes a long, long way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, having a functional four-player mode in a game, like, I don't honestly care too much what the game itself is. Yeah. Um, I would happily go and play this with three other people and have a good time. Yeah. But I would never play this by myself because I don't like Dr. Mario very much. Okay. Um, so I'm going to put it at number 32. Which uh, splits the Bombermen. Okay, um, just right, right, nestled twixt some Bombermen. Yeah, between Bomberman Make it 64. A sandwich. Yeah, Make a Bomberman <laughs> sandwich. Exactly, yeah. between Bomberman 64 and Bomberman Hero. Because I think I would rather play Bomberman 64 uh, four-player um, okay. than this. But uh, I, and the other thing I really appreciate about puzzle games being four-player is that you can usually play them with anyone who yeah. sort of is in there, and it's pretty simple to explain. So That's true. That, I, I do like that element of it. Uh, Kathy, you have one and only game on this list. Listen, I get a ranking though, and that yeah. matters. You do. You do. You do. Are you going to put so, it? You want to put it top or the bottom? I'm going to put, put it button on your experience. Fully on top. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is number one for me. Love this game. Um, is yeah. this your favorite Nintendo 64 game? Well, like, it's a tie, actually. Okay. This and Pokemon Snap. Oh, I love Pokemon Snap. Oh, I do like that. to take some photos of yeah. some Pokemon. We had a great time with <laughs> We had a great time with Pokemon Snap. That one's... My nerd is showing now, too. <laughs> no, no. That's a game that wound up being much better than like either of us remembered it being. Yeah. So it's, it's a it's lot of so fun. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. But Dr. Mario, the doctor, man, he's sexy. The, the doctor, doctor is, is in. in. <laughs> I saw where you were going. <laughs> Uh, Nicole, where is this going on your list? Uh, Nicole's got quite a few games on our list. Right now your top is Mario Party and your bottom <laughs> is Super Bowling. Will we finally dethrone Mario Party? <laughs> well, it, it's a little hard just because, I mean, I really like this game. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit just... It, it's hard to put puzzle games above games that are more dynamic like Mario Party. Like, I have a little bit... So I think I'm going to put it at... I think I'm going to go number two. I was thinking about three. I think I'm going to put it above Tetrisphere just because... I think it's unequivocally better than Tetrisphere. Yes! I very much disagree. Oh, I, I mean, love Tetrisphere. The down, problem Woody. is I think I might need to play Tetrisphere some more and remember what I liked about it. Maybe I do too. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too hard on it. Tetrisphere well, is really weird. It's it weird. Is the thing. This Mario, like Dr. Mario works as a puzzle game where you're like, I understand what's going on. This yeah. makes sense. Um, but Tetrisphere is this weird thing that takes a long time to figure out. Yeah. But yeah. I could probably play Mario, um, um... Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. No, I keep going to say like Mario, Mario Party, Party also. Um, Dr. Mario for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it's a fun game. I know it can be a little repetitive, but as I've stated, I really like things like Tetris and, like, rep- repetitive games. And none mm-hmm. of the Tetris games that we played really lived up to, like, the Tetris that I played on the computer or something. No, I, I agree. Nearly this as... is far better than any of the Tetris games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, number two. Number two. Cool. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, you know what? I, I liked this game a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. I think this is one of the better multiplayer experiences that we've had I on agree, this show I agree so with far. That. Um, and, and you kind of, you do forget how fun puzzle games are to play like multiplayer, Mm -hmm. like to play like as a party game. I think that's, it's a really good fit. And I think, uh, this is simple and intuitive and clean and functional enough. Like 
Yeah, it, it's a little light on features, but uh, that doesn't terribly bother me because I think the core gameplay is really solid. So this is going to be my new number 12. Uh, that's below that's Ogre good. Battle and right above Two Rock Dinosaur Hunter. So um, I, I think that's a good place for it. Right now, I think that makes this the top puzzle game on the console. Uh, I definitely have one that I know I prefer to this, but we'll we'll get to that eventually. It's uh, Wetrix, isn't it's it? Wetrix. <laughs> oh, Wetrix. It's so good. Um, I've got a, a little bit of business here before we get going. Um, it is time once again for our listener contest. That's right. Woo! We are coming up on 75 episodes. Woo! Crazy. Uh, for people who have been listening for a while, every 25 episodes or so, we hand it over to the audience. And you guys can vote on one of 10 games that are from deeper in the catalog. And uh, we'll play that. We'll move it up the list and we'll play that game. So uh, I've once again, I've chosen 10 highly requested games uh, from later in the catalog. And if you Steve, head over... Can I make a request? Yeah. Can you put Mace of the Dark Age on it? Oh, and to make And <laughs> to see if people make us play it again? Because I want to play Mace of the Dark Age again. <laughs> We'll do a bonus episode, especially for you, for that. Uh, So you're going to want to head over to Ultra64Podcast.com. By the time you're here in this episode, uh, the poll should be up there. So go over there, cast your vote. The games you get to choose from this time around. Banjo-Tooie. Wetrix. Buck Bumble. Clay Fighter. Donkey Kong, or Diddy Kong Racing. I'm sorry, Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh, fun one. Uh, Jet Force Gemini. Ooh, fun one. Kirby 64. Paper Mario. Pokemon Puzzle League. Star Wars Shadow of the Empire and Worms Armageddon. So those are the ten games. Worms Armageddon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things that Dr. Mario cures. Oh, oh yeah. suffering from a case of Worms Armageddon. Oh, God. <laughs> Give him all three of the pills. Yeah. Uh, so cast your vote on those by March 16th. Tune in for our 75th episode. That's currently slated for in, March 25th. Feel free to do a write-in vote for Mace the Dark Age. Yes. Um, I promise I will ignore it. But Just send, send, Steve send Facebook it. Facebook messages. Because I'm curious about how many people want to hear that. Um, but yeah, so those are the games... Check it out, ultra64podcast.com. Cast your vote. Uh, tell us what we're going to play for our 75th episode, and I'll, I'll remind you all again next week. Uh, it was really fun last time. Like, it, it came down, like, it, it was a pretty tight race for most of it. It came down, we played Conker's Bad Fur Day, but uh, it, was a, it was a tight one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, thank you to our two special guests. Kathy, we're so glad to have you. We can't yeah. wait. You, you can come back anytime. We'd love you. You're a wonderful guest. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I love Woody says here. that very grudgingly. Like, okay. He does not like to give out points to people. So Ultra thank you. 64. Woo! <laughs> Tell everyone in Columbia to listen to the podcast. I'm, I'm sending them this as Do soon it. as I see it uploaded. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. And Nicole, of course, always lovely to see you. Oh, yes. Back to your home in the basement. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll go back into your storage unit until we need you for another puzzle game. So no, people better vote for Nintendo Pokemon Puzzle Leagues. Oh, yes. It's the basement. You don't live with the Nintendo? No. Wait, you're not the Nintendo? Oh, no. God. Okay. Never mind. This I've been, fantasy just fell apart. I've been confused about everything. All right. I'm getting back into the Waluigi forums because this no longer works. No. Snip, snap. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in. Find us at ultra64podcast.com, uh, and uh, that's our handle on everything, Twitter, YouTube, everything like that. Uh, our next episode, we are finally getting into wrestling. We had a little bit of a scheduling snag last time, but that is finally going to happen. We're playing three wrestling games. Uh, the games we are going to be playing are WCW slash NWO World Tour. Title w- just rolls off the It top. does, right? It's, it's like <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, WWF Warzone <laughs> and WCW slash NWO Revenge. So those are the three we're playing. Uh, 
I think Woody made a really good point that we were talking about this the other day, like trying to jump into wrestling when you've never been a wrestling fan your entire life. It's like trying to explain comic books yeah. fandom it's when like, you've I'm never read, read a comic Infinite book. Crisis to get so I'm telling you all right now, I'm going to get a lot of stuff wrong, but I've been reaching out to a lot of cool people on Twitter and people have been helping out with uh, some of the research and everything. So it should be a good time. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be cranky just the way Steve behaves during football episodes. That's how I'm yes. going to be doing wrestling episodes. Expect that. Expect that. I mean, I, I figure it's fair. We, should, <laughs> we just can have a cranky episode and you know, Nicole was cranky during the golf episode. So yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Oh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, <laughs> Win- remember, winners don't use drugs. Except Dr. Mario. Except Dr. Mario. He wins all the time. And he uses, he's the best. We love him. He uses <laughs> the drugs. All right. Good night, everybody. Night. <laughs>